Hello, hello, y'all. We are back with another episode of Bravo Wild Black. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? In the words of Miss Juicy, baby. Miss Juicy, baby. (laughs) Wrong network, but same vibes. Because she's made appearances on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So. Juicy, you a damn elf. This one, Juicy, Juicy will do anything for the money, y'all. Juicy gets to the bag, and that's why she's so <laughs> that's something I fuck with. Like, I don't know. Um, and she's also not a lesbian. At all, and I don't know why y'all keep... <laughs> I could go on about that, but we have... <laughs> we have a lot to do. We have the giggles again already. I don't know why. Because <laughs> it's just... It's like we... <laughs> I don't know. We know what we're talking about. It's a lot. I, I just hope that you all know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, and you did last week. Shout out to the person who gave us a five star rating for saying that we had a good take on the Will Smith drama because we were very passionate about that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, so thank you for listening, but also thank you for giving us a rating. And if you guys could also rate us five stars, we would really appreciate it. And if you guys could. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Black. We are churning out these bonus episodes, baby, and we really appreciate your support. Please, because I know uh, the Bad Boys LA is uh, put, like it's trending everywhere, so that's what we talked about last time, and you're going to mm-hmm. get more of that, so please subscribe. Yes, yes, subscribe. Um, so let's just go right on in to our Bravo Liberty, which there is a very serious story going around, okay? And that is, of, you know, one of my favorite shows personally, outside of Housewives, mm-hmm. is Shaws of Sunset. I can't say that I've been watching it from an older season. I actually got into it because one day... They put it on after Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I was like, hmm, what's going on here? Interesting. And it was it was Adam and Reza talking about naked Jenga. And I was like, this is just so fucking stupid. And then I watched the whole episode. So then I ended up watching the whole season. And then I ended up watching it from the beginning. So <laughs> now it's like one of my favorite shows. I'm like praying that they're filming. I'm praying that Reza and MJ can just get it together and be friends again. Like, I just really love this show. And, you know, they're, on every show, there's, like, a resident douchebag. And, of course, that resident douchebag is Mike Shahad. Um, he has actually been arrested. Arrested for, basically, domestic violence. And not only domestic violence, um... Apparently, it was on March 27th, but it was domestic violence, intimate partner violence with injury. So that means that there was literally visible injury on the victim's arm. And you guys know that he is engaged to the woman that he, uh, you know, is dating, but Paulina, but we don't know if the person that he assaulted allegedly is Polina because Polina deactivated her Instagram which says a lot but also the victim was not named so it could be Polina 
it could be someone totally different because we know that he has a very serious history of cheating. Most likely um, someone from WhatsApp. Yeah, what someone from WhatsApp, someone that you know they want to blame it on Gigi for whatever reason, but it seems like he might be texting real people this time, you know. But basically, uh, it was on March 27th, the Los Angeles Police Department confirmed Monday that West Valley officers responded to a call of unknown trouble at approximately 10 p.m. Shahad, 43, was arrested for intimate partner violence with injury, which an LAPD public information officer explained is another legal term for domestic violence. It is used when there is visible injury on the victim. And then... His lawyer basically came out, categorically denied all accusations, and his next court appearance should be July 25th. And this is where, like, it pisses me off. Like, it's one thing to be a woman beater, allegedly, but he thinks it's cute to post and delete all this shit. Obviously, this is a story from page six, so if you want to read the story... You can go on page six, look up Mike Shahad, it'll pop right up. But for some reason, he posted a video of him singing along to a Spanish song. uh, And it loosely translates to don't hit the black woman. And I'm like, if you were just arrested for domestic violence, allegedly, why are you riding around singing? And then purposefully recording yourself singing and dancing to a song that talks about one and two hitting black women. And okay, so someone DM'd us what the song was about, which I, first of all, the song really wasn't the problem with me. It's just like, why just don't bring black women into it? And why are you playing a Spanish song? Like, you're not. Latino, you're not black, you're Persian. So what the fuck are you even doing? But someone DM'd us and told us that the song is actually about, you know, it's it was uh, against slavery, talking, you know, against slavery. Like, you know, don't beat black women. It was a song about, you know, just anti-slavery, basically. Mm. So it just makes it all the weirder that he has chosen this song to sing and dance to when you have been accused of being a fucking pussy ass bitch basically because that's what you are if you're putting your hands on women fair yeah so are you surprised i'm not at all and honestly this song isn't even like i'm i'm kind of eliminating the song in my head but just because he's weird i feel and he just does weird random shit so I'm like, is this just one of those days where he just got up and just felt like doing some weird random shit? Or does this tie into what he was accused of doing? Like yeah, with him, I just me. I just never know. But the question I have for you is, do you believe that he did it? 100%. Without a doubt. Because you can already tell, even from last season, he didn't want Polina around the group. It was not Polina's choice not to be around the group. It was also not Polina's choice not to talk to the group especially Destiny, Destiny Rose. Um, Speaking of Destiny, when Bravo and Cocktail, shout out to that account, 
because that's where we get a lot of bravo tips and tea and some of it's true some of it's not it's just very entertaining but destiny commented the trash emoji so i don't know uh if that's confirming that the victim was polina or if she's just saying that he's trash in general or she's just saying that he did it but uh it's very clear that he has issues with control he did the same thing with jessica his ex-wife he did not want her to be around the group especially once they broke up which i get if you know you broke up you don't want your friends around her but with paulina last season we literally saw him basically try to tell her to be quiet and like she wasn't like trying to be quiet she went even harder when the cameras was on because she knows that that makes him mad so i don't know if they're filming and she said the wrong thing Mm. or it's just another day of mike shahad but all i know is stop being a damn bitch and keep your hands to yourself yeah that much i do know i'm just kind of like i do i do understand his place on the show but well prior to this i understood that he was like the problematic one that everybody hates and you know everybody loves a good villain so i understood it but now it's kind of time for him to go it's too much yeah it's it's a little bit too much and i do believe that he did it i'm not sure exactly how like what happened or what took place um but it's just too much. Like, I, I feel like this is, a, this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. Because we always call him, like, the jacks of Shazza Sunset. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, too. <laughs> but we also, like, compare him to the jacks of Shazza Sunset. Mm. But what we do know, like, publicly, jacks, I can honestly say I have not heard about him at least in public putting his hands on a woman and like that's kind of where it full-blown stops for me so you need to get the fuck off the show yeah you know if you're found guilty for that so i guess we'll see july 25th what the proceedings are and what happens like i i love a villain but when men are beating women mm Mm-hmm. I don't like that. You gotta get the fuck ASAP. ASAP after that shit. Um, but I will be fair and I'll wait till everything hashes out to see. Because I, I don't, you know, I don't know for sure, but I do believe in my heart, in my heart of hearts. Mm-hmm. But I'm not too, I'm not a hundred percent sure what what transpired. So I guess we'll it just to see feels like him. Like I just feel especially if he gets drunk enough like he just has that that attitude where he wants to control his woman and when you can't control someone's mouth you know yeah but it's very sad if it's true and i just it's it's just sickening to even think about so um on to greener pastures not greener pastures, not greener pastures, child. Because somebody is barking at somebody. Somebody mm-hmm. is calling somebody out for being a whore, for sucking dick in the locker room. Ooh, uh, did y'all see? Okay, so we are talking about the Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta trailer, and Aaron yes. is going to tell you what has been going on on this trailer. 
so so far we have like at the beginning the beginning of the trailer we have um, somebody saying uh i believe i believe it's marlo saying that candy was sucking dick in the locker room Candy actually addressed it first and she's like who said i was sucking dick in the locker room and this keep in mind this was at a kid's party that's another there's a white woman who was very upset about that um and i don't blame her because like why are we talking about sucking dick in the locker room at a kid's party i mean i (laughs) like i love the mess but that's a little bit too much for a kid's birthday function i feel um because my baby just came out and she just wants to eat some cake she does not want to address <laughs> like i don't want that being said around my child either so we'll we'll see how that one plays out um it seems like candy and marlo are going to get to get into it because that's what they're showing throughout the trailer another thing that marlo said about candy was that, that she was- she fucks everybody for, for free and for free at that and free is like i think that's the worst thing you can say i don't know what candy did to marlo for marlo to say some shit like that and it's also weird because what i remember honestly is that candy was in escape from a very young age mm-hmm. so she was making money from a very young age and then after Escape, or even during Escape, she wrote No Scrubs um, and, like, all these things. So, like, if she was fucking for free, it wasn't because, you know, she needed money. Like, and my whole thing did, is... She had her own money, so... Who's she money? So whatever she did on the side is very much her business. If she wanted to fuck or suck dick for free, I am not... Who am I to judge? Right. And then it's like, Marlo has a problem with with saying that, okay, so we all know that Marlo dated one or two billionaires, and I stand her for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But when people bring it up, how she's like, allegedly, like a sugar baby or whatever, she always like denies it. She's like, I dated a billionaire. He treated me very well, but the rest, I make my own money. So it's like, if you're around here talking about how people are fucking for free, it makes you seem like you only fuck for a chat. And that's, listen, okay. <laughs> Here's where it gets interesting. That's not a bad thing. but It's not a bad thing. Let's not knock people who are fucking for free. Because I feel like most people in this life have fucked for free. Right. It's not a crime. It's like... Why would it be a crime, Karen? It's just not. But I feel like that's how Marlo treats it. It's like you would think that Candy just like committed fraud or some shit like that. It's like she's been fucking for free. And it's how she says it with like such conviction. I don't know. I I feel like Marlo always goes a step too far. And this is like you just became full time. Why are we doing this? This isn't your second. I can understand if this was the following season, like her second season being full-time, but this is (laughs) your very first. Keep in mind that she said a few things in the past, 
And she really had to work her way out of that shit. And then it's like, you go right back into seeing some foul ass shit. Okay, so my question is, who was the head monster, allegedly? Well, remember when there was like this rumor that someone was the head monster in school? Phaedra. So she was the head monster. That was the head, I believe it was the head doctor. The head doctor. Yes. Sorry. I don't know why I said monster. I'm I remember that shit that. because Phaedra was like, uh-uh, like, okay. no, no, no. And um, a lot of people really stood on that, too. I remember that shit. I don't know what they know. I would actually <laughs> like to know what they know because I'm like, that's some back in the day, T. Like, that's not no regular shit that that's you just hear. Instagram. That's, that's some blogs, shit from, like, the 90s. Pre-internet era, really, really, like, Pre them being relevant shit like that's like microsoft intel days like <laughs> microsoft 94 94 96 mm-hmm. exactly um, <laughs> like and then we have i'm just gonna get this out of the way because i don't know if you guys are excited about uh sonya richards ross i'm not too thrilled about it because i feel like I don't know how I feel. To be fair, I guess I have to see more of her because the only thing that she said was that I'm a four-time Olympic gold medalist. Put some respect on my name. That was her line. And I feel like that was very much what they gave us as far as like the information about her coming on the show. So I'm like, that doesn't really give me much. I'll tell you why I'm not that excited. It's because I hold people who are like olympians to like such a certain standard it's like having an oscar winner on there like why are you with why are you on this show um and then also it's like she had her own show before i believe so and i think her storyline is going to be whether she wants to have another baby or not and i think that's the most boring storyline that you can come with everyone like everyone is either do I want to have another baby or do I want to get a divorce? Like that's everyone's starting storyline. Hmm. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. so overplayed, so overused, so boring. So not it. I just don't give a I fuck. I just wanted to see somebody else. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't know if it's the Modelo talking, but I very much did not want to see this. <laughs> I did not show up for this. I wanted to see <laughs> some mess. Like I want to see Vivica Fox talk about 50 cent like that that is honestly some shit that i want to see i did not okay. want to see hey and she just doesn't want to do it and it literally <laughs> breaks my heart it's like it pisses me what off what do we have to do do i have to blackmail her like what do we have to do to and get to she's problem? another one that says like some really <laughs> off the wall shit so i feel like her and marlo Lisa Ray does too her and lisa Ray. I'm not gonna do Lisa. Ray. Lisa Ray did, but I'm not. Lisa Ray absolutely. Like, I'm not, not gonna do her now. Lisa Ray will like, literally do it to her family on camera. Ever since that little incident, she's toned it down a little bit. But I would also <laughs> like, like when well, she was dressed like Rosa Parks the other day, they <laughs> cursed people out because she was dressed like I Rosa. Because the assignment. She did what she needed to do. That black and white filter. They were just mad because they didn't fucking think about that shit. But Lisa Ray was two steps ahead. And I like, I stand. I don't know. I like that shit. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then, you know, we have Marlo. Of course, her storyline is going to be 
her raising her nephews, and we're going to see more about that. I'm a little bit confused with what's going on with that situation because they didn't really give us too much, but I guess something's happening with her sister. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. I don't know. If her I heard they were going to see Marlo's birth mom too. So that Ooh, should I be hope so. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see what she's like. Cause that's what I'm like. I'm like, what more can she give us? Because we now see her home life. We see her work life. We see her with the girls. So you have to, you need to pull tricks out of your bag. And that would be her mom and whoever she's dating. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And then, um, and then we have Sheree. Sheree is back full time, which I'm excited about. It seems like she is like her and Tyrone are going through it. She brought Apollo on, which kind of makes up. For that me, is what broke the Bravo mm-hmm. fan base internet. I guess everyone was talking about <laughs> why was up. Did you see Apollo on the Apollo? Apollo was on Apollo, Apollo, Apollo. Like what? Literally me on the Bravo Wild Black account. Can we talk about Apollo? Um, Apollo looked the fuck good. I just want to say Thank that. Um, and that's not nothing new. I, I mean, I you guys might dislike it, but that's not nothing new. Um, but I just found that funny. I think what really happened, you remember when they dropped the Tyrone story because he didn't want to be, like, he couldn't film, obviously. Yeah. I think they were pissed off at her ass. And she had to do something to make up for it. So she literally hit Apollo up and was like, hey, can you Listen. slide in real quick so we can... And you know that Apollo would jump at the chance because oh, yeah. Cynthia and Peter's no longer on there. Phaedra's not on there. So uh, Candy's allegedly not really fucking with him like that. But even if she was, why would she have him on there? Unless he's like talking to Todd. But it wouldn't be as interesting as literally Charade getting jailhouse advice from Apollo. I think that that's literally iconic. What a great idea, too, because he should know. Remember us saying on this very podcast, like, I wonder what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. And this is what she's doing. And literally... And you had such faith in her. I And I still do. Because this argument that she's about to tell, can you just shut the fuck up for a minute? Um, <laughs> what she tells Drew. And you know, I kind of like Drew. Well, I... I do like Drew, but last season it was like I was I was fighting for my life, like defending her. And this yeah, season yeah. it seems like she is bringing it a little bit more with the like the little bark that she did. Who was she referring to? Like she was talking about Sheree's lapdog, but who? But who is Sheree's lapdog? My guess is that it's Kenya. But then I don't know because what? it seems like Drew and because Sheree and Kenya are cool now. I know they're cool, but I don't think that Kenya could be anyone's lap dog. It, but it depends because I'm honestly not seeing a lot of Kenya on this trailer. Well, actually, Kenya is is because it's because she's been actually like mm-hmm. busy, like you no, know, in real because she was on Dancing okay. with the Stars. So um, okay, she was busy with that, but she also came back and she was talking about how, you know, she's basically the shit, honey. So I, that's the story. <laughs> she's the shit. Well, I'm. You know what? I'm not bad at that. I think Kenya has definitely talked. I'm just happy that she's cool with somebody. It seems like her and Sheree are off too. I, I actually not really like their friendship. Mm-hmm. 
she was like, she was like, oh, she came to my house and she asked to borrow some eggs. And I'm just like, write on my eggs. Like, <laughs> did she talk about the banisters? That's what I want to know. Did she talk about the banisters? Did she talk about the DM? About, like the red carpet that's on the dirt? I would like to see. I love their OG. It's like an OG bond that they have. And mm-hmm. I think all the OGs have that bond. It's like that mutual respect. It's like we might not get along with each other all the time, but we are the bitches that put this shit on the map at the end of the right. day. You know? So I, I do like that. Um, who am I missing? Candy. Candy didn't really... Her storyline is like really Marlo talking shit to her. And Candy but it's also Todd. Oh, it is? Did you not see when Todd was like talking about Riley and... Oh, every time I see Todd, I just tune out. Like, so <laughs> I guess I did. I, I guess I did see that. I've seen Mama Joyce also talk about right. something. Right, right, right. Well, I guess he basically was just saying Mama Joyce, Riley, and Candy, like, he'll never be good enough for them. So... And it's true. But, um... Bye. And it's true. I don't know. It's just something about Todd that's been rubbing me because I've been seeing too much of his ass on Candy in the game. And I'll get into that later. But he's been <laughs> pissing me off a little bit. Like, he's just been making my ass itch. And I don't like that. <laughs> it's just been rubbing me the wrong way. And with that being said, the, the Housewives of Atlanta trailer very much gave. This looks like it's going to be a good season. Um... Oh, what? I forgot about Drew. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, because her storyline is, is very much the same thing. Ralph is up to some baby <laughs> shit. Okay, and we you don't know, know what Ralph is doing. Apparently, some bitch is texting him that she wants to give him a massage, and we're all talking about it at the table. Here we go again. Is that why I you skipped like, it? Because it was embarrassing? I feel like what? I'm doing it all over again, Drew. Let's <laughs> not fucking doing this shit. If my whole thing is to, if we're gonna spend, and I think everybody needs to be this way, if we're just gonna spend an episode talking about this, which is all I think that she's gonna give this, why put it in the trailer? Beg the producers, do not put this shit in the trailer because it's a waste of time. Because the trailer is like what you're giving for the season. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you don't want to give that, which I wouldn't want to give that for the second seat, my second season after I did that shit all my first season, Mm -hmm. I would have been like, please, please. Especially because she looks amazing. Like she She looks way better. She really, you know, is... She really stepped it up. She listened. I think it hurt her feelings a little bit. You know, she does have tough Sometimes that has to happen. Like, you have to get dogged the fuck out and dragged by your ponytail to get back up and look amazing. And Waters, it seems like she's more likable. Like, Kenya seems like she's liking Drew more. And I think, like, when you look better, I don't know, and I that's really fucked up people treat that is very superficial of you it's true it's like i don't i don't believe it's right i definitely don't believe it's right but it's true you don't no i don't believe that shit is right 
The Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> the Housewives of Atlanta trailer was so good, y'all. And I cannot. What? I have one last question, and I'm not gonna start no shit because I think it goes. What is it? What is it, Kayla? What is so it? The question is: so when the Housewives of Atlanta trailer dropped, mm-hmm. Portia and Mimi immediately started trending because Twitter was basically like. Yeah, it was good, but we need <laughs> Portia and Nini, and I, I kind of agree. So, what do you think? I don't agree with Portia. I feel like I've seen enough of Portia, honestly. With After that whole, that whole shit. Show. After she showed her ass, that's enough. And for had me fighting for my life. That's enough for the year, Nini. <laughs> I agree. I would. I would have liked to see Nini, but at the same time. I feel like people also have to understand that Nini has changed a lot. Nini isn't giving what Nini used to give. First season Nini was amazing, but it's like this new Nini. It's kind, of, and I don't know. I, I don't know because now she's literally dating right young rappers, that's, and that's interesting. As a new man, she's friends with Peter. She's messy. Like that's, I feel like if she came back. That's very interesting. And and I do think that maybe she has changed like since all of this happened. Hopefully she's more like her first, you know, her first five seasons self. Because mm-hmm. that's the Nini that I love the most out of everybody. I think she just kind of changed over time. And it could be because a lot was happening in her life behind the scenes. Like right. I must say so. You know, maybe that's that's what it is. But it's just what really made me think that was that clip of her in the airport and that girl, I guess she was mad because Nini didn't want to take a picture with her or something like that. That's literally once a year that happens. And Nini just wasn't giving, like... It just seemed like she just was not her typical self. Like, mm-hmm. she very much was just not giving it any energy. She was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And I'm like, this isn't the Nini that I know. Like... The Nini that I know would have been like trash, a box, like she would have been <laughs> going all down the damn airport, and she just did not do that. So yeah. I don't, I have to see. Yeah, would I like to see it absolutely. As for Portia, I would not like to see that because I don't want to see Simon. That's what it comes down to. Would I like Portia by herself? Yes, but I don't want to see Simon Gubadaya or Gubadia. <laughs> And you said what you said. Yeah, and not stand on that. I'd rather see Dennis. You low-key always would have rather see Dennis. Anyways. Oh, yeah, but, you know. (laughs) Speaking of just... um, Bitches. Just Atlanta and... General, we will have a story on Candy's baby daddy, and it seems like Candy lately, like on the show, she's being called a basically a, a head monster since I made up that word. But now, Block <laughs> is doing interviews again, like he did one before where he was like, Candy was a side chick, and I wouldn't leave my wife, and that's why she's mad. And he's just doing everything in his fucking ugly ass power to not pay this child support um but he recently did a, a sit down with vlad tv and he was asked about his relationship with riley which is what i do not like 
because this is your child. Mm-hmm. But he was asked about that, and he said that we're cool. We're coming along. I don't know what happened between 10 to 15 because he didn't have contact with her. But then he goes on to say that there's a lot of jealousy because all of my kids live with me. I got three daughters and three boys. Every last one of them lives with me except Riley. Every last one of my kids live with me from when they're born until until they graduate except Candy's daughter. I've got an accomplished name and I gave my kids who live with me a lot of stuff. And I think it's a lot of jealousy because Riley wasn't in that situation because her mom put me on child support. So I think that he's just so disgusting, played, dusty, crusty, musty. Um, It's just, it's crazy to me that he continues to just degrade not only the mother of his child, but also kind of his child saying that there's jealousy there when it's like you're so salty about paying child support and the reason that he says that he doesn't feel like he should have to pay child support is because candy has all this money and it's like at the end of the motherfucking day if you were not there and you owe money it doesn't matter if she has one trillion dollars pay your fucking child support and shut the fuck up and i agree with that I feel like just as we address Mike, why are these men acting like bitches? I don't know. It's embarrassing. It's really weird to me. I don't know what's going on. Is it something in the water? I don't know. And it's like they all act up at the same time. I don't know, but he is crusty and dusty. And I feel like if you have enough clout to get your ass on Vlad TV, then you could play it. You could pay that damn child support. Like, that's just how I feel. Because every time we see him, he makes it seem like he's Mr. Man. Like, he has his shit popping and everything like that. And I'm like, if your shit is so popping, then why is it so challenging? Why is it so difficult for you to pay this damn child support? And why are we still talking about this shit when you could have paid this shit years ago? Right. Right. It's like, why won't you pay this shit? He's upset because not only is Candy rich AF, but also because he feels that Riley is grown now. So, well, at the time that this child support was due, which is like he should have paid this shit years ago, Riley was not grown. So that's why she needs that damn money. And that's the point that we're talking about. And I just don't like how he addresses Riley as if Riley's not his child. Right, and he goes Candy's daughter. Candy's like, daughter. Who? What the fuck is that? That's your daughter too. Disgusting. Even if you guys don't have the best relationship, that's still your kid. But it's like, what does she do to you? Like, even if she cursed him out, she has never publicly like disparaged him. So the should. point where he, and even if even if she did, she's a child, and he's, he's a grown ass, crusty, dusty adult. So it's like, learn your place. Learn how to be a man. Learn how to take care of your responsibilities. If you had no problem taking care of your kids who you had with your wife, who apparently you stepped out on with Candy because his whole thing is that Candy's so bad that she was a side chick and I wouldn't leave my wife for her. If you have no problem taking care of those kids, you couldn't keep your dick in your pants and you had another one, pay for that other one. Or so tired of blocks ass. Like, it's, it's, like, he pops up every it. fucking year like 
like literally like a fucking herpes breakout i feel and he just pops up out of nowhere and he just fucking says this nasty disgusting things and it's so annoying and he goes back in his dog cave until next or his year. gremlin cave until the next year. Until he needs another check. And, oh, and mind you, it's always right before Atlanta starts. He knows playing. what he's doing. I hope that Candy doesn't even bring his dusty ass up because I don't want to see not one scene with Block. I really don't. I really and I don't. don't think she will. Last I don't think time I seen him on my screen, my TV caught a virus. I don't want it to happen again. <laughs> My Xfinity box literally cut off and it would not cut off for like a whole 24 hours. And I had to go get a new one. And I don't want that to happen again. Enough is enough. I'm just so sick. I am so sick of these men not taking care of their responsibilities and trying to blame it on everybody else. It's like, it's you who didn't even, who didn't pay the motherfucking child support. You should have been paid this shit. And why do men, men love doing that, I feel like. And and not all men, you know, there are good dads out there. And because I, I don't want to make this a black man thing. I really, I really don't want to do that. But I feel like there are moments when we have a few black men that don't really want to take responsibility. And just a fit shit, a few men in general, because there's a lot of ethnicities not paying their motherfucking child support. And they want to blame right. on the child becoming an adult when it's like, bitch, <laughs> child support was due years ago. Years. And it's like, years. okay, you raised a child by yourself. So what do you need the money for now? You, you still owe me the money. <laughs> like, <laughs> And that's what Candy is saying. Like, it doesn't matter how much money. Why are you all up in her coin purse worrying about what she has going on? She did not. She's not the father. She's played her role as a mother. Mm -hmm. And your role as like, and shit, she's played, honestly, his role as a father because she had to do both. Because your ass wasn't right. shit. So the least you can do is give that girl her child support money. And if I was Riley, I would not sleep. I would literally be on the six o'clock news every day. What? In front of City Hall. Every <laughs> single fucking day. Asking for that goddamn child support money. Because it's like, don't play with me. And then don't get on flat. Of all things, Vlad TV... Exactly. Not even the fucking Breakfast Club. Not even the Smiley Morning Show. Okay, well, not even they don't want him. (laughs) They don't want him. So it's like I'm not gonna fault him for going to black TV, but you best believe you better not say shit about me on black TV. You better just go collect those 25 cents that you're getting from black TV and pay on my child support. That's what you can do with that. I like, I'm so glad that you did your interview. So, you know, that <laughs> child support, it's it's due. I'm glad you did your interview, babes. And guess what? We have a receipt of exactly how much you made. So I didn't think he was mad that, you know what, his fucking, when we were all getting our um, corona checks, our pandemic checks, his went to child support. And I think that he's really mad about that because that's what a lot of, deadbeat men are mad about when everyone was getting their checks 
theirs went to child support. And that was a beautiful thing. I am just so sorry, Riley. Like, that's all I can say, that you have to deal with this weak-ass man because he's so fucking weak. And it's just, like, so, cru- like you said, just crusty and dusty and just, like, right. musty everybody else. Yeah, and musty. For his problem, like, musty, like, dirty, sweating in the sun <laughs> all day, like, nasty, stinky, funky ass, stank ass. <laughs> He gets his stank ass on Vlad TV. Enough. Like, I, I think I'm done dragging him because that is somebody's daddy at the end of the day, unfortunately. <laughs> but he needs to do his duties as a father. He, even if he doesn't course. do that, the very, very bare minimum he can do is shut the fuck up. I, I would it. say that. I would say that. I'd rather have, if you aren't going to pay that child support, you best believe you better not say shit. I better not hear anything. I better not hear a peep. But like I said, the way he tried Riley on that damn Black TV interview, I would not sleep. I would go on Black Lives Matter (laughs) and fucking shout from the rooftop. Join me. I would literally be on, like, you know those infomercials at 4 a.m. that pop up? On Instagram and let you guys get reminded of the event and go live right. at the fucking same time. I would have an infomercial. Like, you know, when you go to sleep and you wake up at, like, 4 a.m., that shit that's playing? Yes. Join yes. me. I would literally be there with Peter Popoff and Joel Osteen. Join me. And making this man pay this damn child support because he's playing in my fucking face. You are being ignorant. Peter Popoff and Joel Peter Popoff, Joel and that's Osteen, how you know. and TDJ. And I know that y'all know who we're talking about. I know that y'all know who we're talking about. So, with that being said, Block, if they didn't drag you the way that you should have been, we did. Um, and that's just that (laughs) now pay that damn child support and shut the fuck up I don't want to hear another peep I'm dead ass serious I don't want to hear that shit in that season I really don't Yeah, cause if so I'm literally going to create a GoFundMe for Riley and I stand on that like I yeah let's take block the fuck down I'm going to create a fence and he's not going to fucking sleep because every time he says, every time he posts something, it's literally going to say how much he owes this month. Typing that shit up. Oh, like, well, I will really call the child support office and give the first in line. I will find out his first and last name and be like, how much does he owe? I will literally DM Candy and get the dollar and cent amount and get a fence mm-hmm. and I will literally be on his ass, baby. Because I hate that. I just hate men who don't. Ooh. I could go on yeah. all day. I could go on all day. Yeah, me too. That's day. why we haven't stopped. It's literally been <laughs> like 12 minutes of us, Peter, popping off on block. Because we get it. Like, we get it. And that's my biggest fear I get of like, having a man and just like having a child with him. And okay, whatever. If I have to raise a child alone, I'll raise a child alone. But then on top of that, it's like you have this fucking man who's using my name because no one knows the fuck i've never heard of block it's the stupidest name i've ever heard of one 
And two, I don't know who the fuck he is and what he does. So you're going off of my good name to talk about my child that mm-hmm. I raised that you owe me money for? <laughs> I know Candy is in her bedroom. Like, ooh. Like... <laughs> So she's crying. She's crying and like, and like I cannot stand his ass. No, like, y'all get it. You and know Mama like, oh, Joyce. Oh, glad to be. Oh, I will drag him in this bitch. Like, and you know Mama Joyce's ass is Bertha. not letting up. Like. <laughs> Send on Bertha. That's it. I think they they don't want to send on Bertha because they know it's not going to end well. Let his ass go to jail. Like, exactly. And that's how exactly. I but I feel like, anyways, <laughs> if he doesn't want to pay it, that's the percussion repercussion. Not the Erica. Not, <laughs> not Erica's mama from Love and Hip Hop. Take his ass downtown. <laughs> repercussions oh okay so anyways let's move on to something a little bit more boring so Real Housewives of New Jersey came on last night and you know it was an episode and it was actually one of the highest rated episodes of the season which I don't understand because there (laughs) there have been like really good episodes this season like even the premiere was good the Second and third, and when the men got together, and when was his face Bob drove drove off, whatever Aiden's husband's name is, Bill Bob, whatever drove off. Like that was a good episode, but for some reason, this was I think one of the season highs. But um, what did we see? We saw Teresa preparing to move out of the old house. The kids are talking about how they made their memories there. We saw Melissa Gorga and her daughter talk about tumbling and cheerleading and. And, you know, her daughter just got Melissa and- making it about her as usual. That shit did not have anything to do with her. If that girl doesn't want to cheer, leave her ass alone. Melissa needs to learn how to, like, I just wish God just take her off the show. Like, I just. Oh my God. <laughs> I like seeing Joey. I don't know. Something I, but, like, not Melissa because she just does things sometimes that really, like, pisses me off like oh she hasn't she hasn't had enough trauma she she hasn't seen trauma um yeah that's why she needs to cheer again it's like girl i feel like instead of just writing it off as oh she's sad she doesn't want to do anything she's lazy like maybe your child is depressed like did that ever like run through your mind you know, like maybe she's depressed like, from literally leaving a different school, mm-hmm. going to a new school, and then fucking up your knee as a teenager. So yeah, that's actually like a lot on an adult. So imagine being a child going through that. And she said that she wasn't depressed. And mm-hmm. I kind of believe that she's not. I believe that maybe she was at one point, but I don't think she is. Maybe she just doesn't want to cheer anymore. Right, but Melissa wants her to cheer. And child, that doesn't matter. And Melissa, <laughs> if you want to join the dancing dolls, go ahead. Not the dancing dolls. The dancing dolls. You have to leave this. <laughs> I gotta remember that shit. Every single time you wonder why your ass don't dance. You wonder why. Like, enough. Yeah, so then... <laughs> 
um not much with Dolores I think her mom is healing thank god um Tracy I just don't really care about her but her daughter is gorgeous uh Margaret's mom turned 75 and that Mm -hmm. was like the big event because everyone was going to meet up there and the men were there to you know they said sorry to each other and I think like, that's the funniest thing ever when when I think Evan was talking about it. And like, it's just so funny how like straight men apologize. He was basically like, hey, man, I am sorry. And then <laughs> and then Bill just put like the OK emoji and like they're just friends again. <laughs> it's cool. It's like, that's just so like straight men-ish. But OK, cool. But the other thing that happened that we talked about on um, our profile a little bit is that Jackie is getting help with her eating disorder. She felt that she was slipping back into unhealthy ways again. And we just learned exactly how bad her eating disorder was. So she was talking to her therapist and she agreed with her therapist that she would go out and then she would go and get some ice cream, you know, with her kids because her kids literally have never had ice cream with their mom which is so crazy to think about and then also Evan said that they notice that she doesn't eat so if they're noticing and picking up on her behavior that behavior could be passed down so you know I'm glad that you know she went she got ice cream not only did she get ice cream but she was also tasting their ice cream she was like in a you know having a a good time and they were just having a great time. So good for her. Then she went back. She then reports back to her therapist who gave her the idea to go out for ice cream in the first place. Tells her how good it went. You know, she was honest and said that she ate less than half of it. But that is, you know, some progress is better than no progress. Her therapist then asked her, okay, so guess what? Don't count it towards your week. Don't count it towards your day. Because I think that she like counts calories and carbs and things like that. And Jackie says that she wants to be able to go to breakfast and eat more than strawberries, which is like, that was crazy. So um, that just shows, you know, how Mm -hmm. like deep into her eating disorder that she is. So her therapist is giving her baby steps, which I think is great because, you know, it big changes like her eating maybe like a full meal or like pasta is not gonna be the solution here it has to be baby steps so um her therapist suggests pizza and she can't do pizza so then her therapist well no jackie suggests she's like okay let me eat one extra thing per day and then not count it towards my day or week and that's the solution that they come to and then she goes back and she tells Evan and Evan tells her, you know, whatever size you are, I'm still going to love you. You're still going to look gorgeous. And I, I just want you to be, you know, happy and healthy and living long. So that was like the highlight of the show. It's very, um, it's, it's, it's very eye-opening to see that certain people go through things like that. We don't have any like reference to that. So seeing that on TV you know, was different. And I feel like, you know, millions of people have an eating disorder. So millions of people maybe could identify with that. So, you know, it's good for her to open up. And I absolutely agree. I think it's really good because I honestly never heard of anything like that. 
this is like my mm-hmm. first time and um i just feel like she should do what it takes to make her happy like there is nothing wrong with gaining a little bit of weight i want to make mm-hmm. that very clear too so maybe she just needs to find a food that she can eat if she doesn't want to gain weight maybe a good like salad since she said she does the fruit maybe a good salad or like some pita does- bread that's what she's eating salads basically but yeah. salads with like no toppings like i want her to get a good like yeah maybe she needs a, a good salad like a like a you know not maybe not a black people salad where we put like all the a nice greek salad with like the corn the feta cheese right. something like that something to really spice it up but at the same time give her that fulfillment and I, and i think that's what the or as Jocelyn would say fulfillment like I think right. that's what she really needs. Um, mm-hmm. But kudos on her, like, kudos for her uh, for sharing the story. Yeah, well so that needed. was true. And that was the, the the tea on it. But the next episode looks better because Teresa and Margaret are going to go at it. So, you know, we'll be talking about that one. I'm excited about that. When it comes back. So they said that it's going to be more epic than the table flip, which uh, you can't talk the table flip, but you know. Like you know, we're trying to get close. We'll just see what happens. But the real stars, which is our last like topic of the day, is Candy and the Gang. Mac and cheese. <laughs> That's, what did they do this episode? Well, number one, Shandrika got to the bottom of who was talking shit um, and who snitched on her to Candy. That was really the main focus at the beginning of the episode. And of course, um, you know, nobody wanted to own up to shit that was said. Brandon played a part in it, and he pretended like he didn't know. And then we had... Who's the one that we don't really care for? Um, Patrick? Patrick. Why did I call him Daniel? This is not no damn Daniel. Patrick. Patrick's ass pretend like he didn't know. And that's what really pisses me off his ass, with his ass because he's like, I'm not no snitch, but I'm like... He's the main one, and then they show him literally talking about it. Snitching time and time and time again. And um, I just thought that was very telling. I don't know. <laughs> not telling. I just thought it was telling. And then they did the team building exercise, which was the most fun part. I really enjoyed right. that. I felt Mama like Mama Joyce absolutely showed out. Mm-hmm. Like I just like um what's his name? The one that starts well, just like Torrin said, he's like, I'm 32 and I can't do that. And mm-hmm. like he's like, my legs are hurting, my body is hurting. I'm like, yeah, Mama Joyce is just youthful, vibrant, and it kind of shows that like a lot of the stuff is just in the mind. Like yeah. if you feel young, you are young, you look young, like. It's just being youthful. It's, you just have to keep moving. And Mama mm-hmm. Joyce keeps moving, honey. And they also were able to be, uh, you know, bond more with Philip. Philip yeah. and Brandon, Philip and Torin, and you know how, um, not Brandon, Philip and Brian. And you know how, mm. um, you know, how they have their, their beef or whatever. But yeah, I like that Philip was starting to open up a little bit more. And we were able to see him actually like try to put in some maybe not teamwork, teamwork, but he did it enough to play the game, and that's all I can ask yes. for. Yes, it wasn't fake. It wasn't forced. You know, he did what he had to do. He very much was like, "I'm going to do this for you, Candy," and that was that. 
And um, I really want to get into how Todd has just been acting like a damn bitch. That's what you want to address. Yeah. I really want to like, address that. You just want to address it's, Todd. It's just been... What is it about Todd that you... That's why we What isn't it? What isn't it about Todd that's, that's, that's not rubbing me to... You know what I'm saying? It's It's literally every single thing. It's like you talk shit about the kitchen. You talk shit about the staff. Every time Philip goes to fire somebody, he's like, oh, yeah, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. And it's like, and number one, your ass doesn't even want to get in the kitchen to do what you need to do. And when Mama Joyce was like, Todd is hated by most of Atlanta... <laughs> I can't stand your ass. And that's exactly how I feel because it's like he just doesn't. I just feel like he doesn't want to put in the work, but he's so quick to complain. And he's so quick to have something to say. And I really just don't appreciate that. And I feel like um Candy's getting tired of it too, as as we can see. Candy is just sick of the shit. Candy's like. It's it's time for you to to put in the work because you always have something to say and you're always quick to want to fire somebody and I think that's what she was explaining to Philip too. That's not always the way to handle things. I understand that you know he has a certain way of doing something some like his thing as as like as the boss, but at the same time you have to work with your employees especially if this is a valuable employee right exactly because as candy said before he was he's the one that got them the reviews they were raving about him so this is obviously somebody this is obviously an asset to your team so you should do what it takes to keep him or at least try to hear him out and keep him because i don't really think that he was being problematic i think that maybe he did come off disrespectful i do understand that um but i feel like he had reasoning behind that I don't even agree, honestly, with the suspension, much less a firing. Yeah. Like, okay, it's like you suspended someone. What more? You know, like the fact that he has to go. Like, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, it was just, it was a bit harsh. I felt um, too much, especially you know what he's going through. You also see yeah. how he interacts with the customers. The customers love him. Like the the benefits outweigh you know, the negative thing. And you know that Candy specifically wants him there. She's made that very clear. Yeah, and so she's going and she just continues to want him there. And guess what? He's going to stay. And I honestly felt like even if they weren't feeling him coming back in and um, after his suspension, that Candy was going to find a way to make him stay because it's obviously, it, it's obviously clear that she wants him there in the first place. So that, you know, they backed down. Philip and Brandon, they were able to get over it. And now mm-hmm. we have Brian back. Good, because I like Brian on the show. I like seeing him make his egg rolls. I want some of them egg yeah, rolls. I like do too. I do too. They look so good. He had Drika in the kitchen making them with him. With mm-hmm. and and I would definitely be a customer. So when I come yeah, in, like, I want some of them egg rolls. And then it's literally we're going to OLG Blaze for Blaze. dinner. Just to dress up. Hopefully we don't have to see Todd. And then um we <laughs> the can head over we'll get some egg rolls. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. that's pretty much so the point. It's, it's not only like a show that just brings drama, kind of like portion shows. It's like all drama, 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 drama. It was like different like dynamics, you know? Like she does mm-hmm. have her family on there. There is some drama, but it's like people that you can tell that they hang around each other every day. You can tell that there are some lingering issues. You can tell that they actually work at the restaurant. You know, some people know what's going on. Some people don't know what's going on. Some people like it. Some people hate it. So, you know, there's that, like there's a relationship thing with Don Unique that I'm interested in seeing play out because they're about to get caught. So I don't mm-hmm. know if they're going to break up or what the deal is going to be. But, you know. Not going to lie, I blame Brandon because Brandon runs his mouth a little bit too much. Like at the, the event. He's like, like, oh, when I spend the night and when I woke up early and I'm just like, why are you saying this? Like, and that's exactly you why Dom Unique wanted to keep things on the low. Like, and that's exactly why Dom did that. And and I get it. I get it. But that's going to hash out the next episode. Don right. Juan is also going to ask Brian about his drinking problems and if he's still um, drinking. And Brian that says no. me. Like, I I don't know. I don't know if he said, did he say no in the preview? I don't know. I know he's going to have an adverse reaction to it. So I, you know, I, I really hope that he's not drinking. I yeah, hope he, that he's he said really... no. He said okay. no, so. Okay, thank God. Because that, that story was just heartbreaking. And it's like, I wouldn't even blame him if he was. Yeah, so. because that was a lot. That's a lot to deal with. And that just recently happened. On top of going through a pandemic. Right. So, so my heart goes out to him. It's like, yeah. and I do love that Shandrika shows him that extra love and attention. Like, you could tell that she, and that's what I love about Drika. I feel like she loves on people that need to be loved on because he, he clearly needs someone in his corner. So it's so good to see that she's there. Um, is Dom going to London? That was another thing. Oh, yes, she is going to dance, but we'll see yeah. when and we'll see how that plays out on the next episode also. So y'all tune into Candy and the Gang. Candy and the Gang. <laughs> and, okay, so our popster, who should it be? I know that on the show, Brian was making... Was that strawberry shortcake or like strawberry cheesecake egg rolls? It looked like it. I think he was making a strawberry cheesecake egg rolls. It was like a dessert egg roll. Mm. And they had to like mix it and fry it. And it was just like a fried gooey gooey dessert. So what do you think is um, your signature dessert? Like what would your signature dessert be? Oh, that's a good question. Me, I personally know. It would be banana pudding. And it wouldn't be like a traditional, like whipped banana pudding. It would be like a five minute banana pudding, but that shit's still gonna mm-hmm. slap as if I made it like the pudding homemade. That's me basically as a dessert. Like what dessert represents you? Oh, I feel like it's, and it's actually one of my recipes. Um, it's <laughs> the cinnamon, it's one of my recipes, Joe. It's the cinnamon bun peach cobbler that I made that one time. That shit slapped. Like, and I feel like I should give, I'm not going to give y'all the recipe. Um, <laughs> Just follow Aaron's Instagram. Yeah. Make it again. 
And I'll make it again for y'all. And I'll put I'll serve it with some vanilla ice cream on top because I feel like that's what really makes it slap dab dab. And mm-hmm. y'all would love that. I feel like that represents me best because I eat the whole damn pan. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way that that's the only thing I can think of. Amazing. Yeah. Well, y'all let us know what dessert represents you, or you know, what dessert would be your signature dessert, or even just drop us some good ass, sweet, delicious, mm-hmm. sugary, diabetes inducing. I love dessert recipe. recipes. Like, give us a good old recipe, something that we have never heard of, maybe, or something that you do different. Like, if you put a twist on something, just like. Brian put a twist on his egg rolls. If you put a twist on something, let us know because we love recipes. We love cooking, love eating, just don't love cleaning up. And until we will talk to you then and just stay safe. We love you. Bye. Bye.